Welcome back. You are now tuned in to the Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is Latoya and I want to thank you so much for listening and for subscribing. If you get a moment, feel free to check out prayerisbreathing.com. Also, ladies, every Monday night, we host a virtual Bible study via Zoom. You can find us on Eventbrite and the Bible study is called The Equipping. So check us out every Monday night, Eastern Standard Time at 8 o'clock p.m. So today I'm going to talk to you about presence over promise. So if you are in a place where you feel so close, you know that you are so near to the promises of God being fulfilled in your life. Early this year, January 1st, God spoke to my heart and he said, I'm ready to perform my word. And of course, the Bible says that God watches over his word to perform it. And so as we prepare to embrace the promises of God, I want us to take a moment and focus on the presence of God, because the presence of God is more important than the promises of God. And of course we can have both, but the presence of the Lord is our priority. It's my priority. I pray that it is your priority. And recently, a few weeks ago, we have an episode on the power of presence. So feel free to go back and listen to that. But today I want to talk to you to make sure that our hearts are postured in the right place where we say, God, I want your presence more than anything. I want your presence to go before me. I want your presence, God, in everything that I do, in everything that I say, in every place that I go, your presence is my priority. So we're going to look at Exodus chapter 33. And so much is going on in this passage with the children of Israel and all these different things. And so we're going to look at Exodus chapter 33, starting with verse one. Then the Lord said to Moses, depart and go up from here, you and the people whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt to the land of which I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob saying to your descendants, I will give it and I will send my angel before you and I will drive out the Canaanite and the Amorite and the Hittite and the Perizzite and the Hevite and the Jebusite right? All the sites go up to a land flowing with milk and honey, for I will not go up in your midst, lest I consume you on the way for you are a stiff necked people. So this is right after they build the calf with Aaron and God was not pleased with them. However, they were still going into the promise of God and verse four. And when the people heard this bad news, they mourned and no one put out his ornaments. Verse five, for the Lord had said to Moses, say to the children of Israel, you are a stiff necked people. I could come up into your midst in one moment and consume you. Now, therefore, take off your ornaments that I may know what to do to you. So the children of Israel stripped themselves of their ornaments by Horeb. Moses took his tent and pitched it outside the camp, far from the camp and called it the tabernacle of meeting. And it came to pass that everyone who sought the Lord went out to the tabernacle of meeting, which was outside the camp. Okay. So God is pretty much telling them, you know, they were doing so many different things. They built an idol and God was not pleased with that. Right. But let's go to verse 12, Exodus chapter 33, verse 12. 
Then Moses said to the Lord, see, you say to me, bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name and you may, you have also found grace in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight and consider that this nation is your people. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us. So we shall be separate, your people and I from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. And so what Moses is saying to God, he's saying, Lord, if I found favor in your sight, your presence has to go with us because your presence is the difference, your presence. And he also says in verse 13, he says, now, therefore, I pray if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight and consider that this nation is your people. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. But this is the part I want us to look at right here. In verse 16, he says, for how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us. So we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are on upon the face of the earth. Then verse 17, so the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken for you have found grace in my sight and I know you by name. Glory, hallelujah. And so Moses is telling the Lord, your presence is going to separate us from all the people on the earth. And if you read a lot about the children of Israel and all the enemies they had to face, many times their enemies knew, hey, their God is with them. And they knew about the things God had done. And I want to just encourage you in this season of your life to understand that the presence of God makes all the difference. And so what does this mean? The presence of God, it means that you love the Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, that you love God more than anything else that you say, God, if your presence is not there, I don't want to be there. And so if you're believing God for spouse, marriage, car, husband, transition, career, whatever you're doing, whatever you're going into as the children of Israel were going in to the promised land, you want to posture your heart to say, God, I want your presence more than I want the promise. Come on, because sometimes we see the promise and we go after the promise. And when God gives us the promise, we stray away from his presence. But I want to tell you ahead of time that even when the promises come, that you can be so fulfilled by the presence of God, you can sustain the presence of God in your life through prayer, through discipline, through fasting, through seeking the Lord's face, because you do not want the promises of God to distract you from his presence. Because sometimes even the things God has blessed us with, we can use those things or allow those things to to cause us to get distracted. Amen. So you have to say, God, I love you. And so Moses was wise enough. He knew God so much and he spent so much time with the Lord that he understood the importance of saying, God, it's not just about your promise, but it's about your presence. 
and I need your presence. And I love how the Lord says, I will do this thing that you have asked for you have found favor in my sight and I know you by name. And then verse 18, and he said, please show me your glory. And many of us may have experienced this in some point in our lives where somebody likes you just because of what you can do for them, just because of what you can give them. And so if we're not careful, we can get caught up the same way with God, where we just thank God for the promise and everything that he's going to give to us versus understanding who God is and being so in tune with his heart that you want his presence. So what does it matter? The Bible says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and to lose his soul? And so what does it prosper? What does it profit if we gain, you know, let's say a million dollars or a million followers or a house or the the one thing you may be believing God for, but then you lose or you you no longer go after the presence of God. Let me tell you that the million dollars won't matter. The house will not matter. All these things will not matter if you don't have the presence of the Lord. If you're not spending time with God in his face and seeking his face and his heart. And so that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to stay in his presence and that we would desire him more than what he can do for us. So Moses understood that the promise was great. They had a lot that they were embarking on going into the promised land, but he also understood that greater than the promise is the presence. And he's saying, I don't even want to go into the promise if your presence is not there. If your presence is not with me, I don't even want it because your presence is what matters. And how many of us can say that, that we can say, God, even the blessings, even the things that you have in store, if you're not with me, they don't matter. And we see this also with Abraham in Genesis chapter 15, verse one, which is so powerful. And we see what God does here. It says, after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in the vision saying, fear not, Abram, I am thy shield, thy exceeding great reward. And so God tells Abraham, I am your reward. I'm your exceeding great reward. And this is so amazing because of course, God tells him he's going to have all these descendants and all these different things. But we see that the real reward is Christ. The real reward is the presence of the Lord. That's what really, really matters. And even from a secular perspective, you see people that have all of these blessings, all of the the money, the riches and the wealth, but they're not happy. They're not content because they need the presence of the Lord. And so God wants to bless you with the promise. God is faithful. He's going to perform his word to you. And even in all of that, he will be your exceedingly great reward, your shield, your strength, your refuge, everything that you need. And so go after the presence of God because the promises of God, they will surely come. But the presence of God is what matters the most. I want to just say a prayer with you. Father, I pray for a greater hunger, a greater thirst for you, God, 
And Lord, I pray right now that you would just touch each and every person that is listening to this podcast. I pray for the power of God, the anointing of God to rest upon them. I pray right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you would just cause your presence to be so tangible in our lives, that your presence, oh God, would be our priority, spending time with you, communing with you, turning off everything thing and every distraction and really focusing on entering into your presence. We thank you, Father, that you're not far off. You're not far away, but you're near to us. You're near to our hearts. And so help us to seek you like never before. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. I want to thank you so much for listening. If you have any prayer requests, feel free to send those to prayerisbreathing at gmail.com. If you need any Christian apparel, please be sure to check out www.awakechristianclothing.com. God bless and thank you so much again for tuning in.